Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. with Eric G. This is where we're going to have a good time today talking home improvement, and we got some hot subjects out there. We got some good ones today. Hey, Dane. Welcome to the show again, buddy. Thank you very much. It's the best day of the week. It is. We're going to have fun in here because there are a ton of topics we're going to touch on today, and I want to join you in the you to join us in the conversation as well. Numbers in the studio. I'm going to give these out first, and so 877-733-1011, or you can give us a call as well at 503-417-9595 because, well, you know, everybody has a phone and maybe this toll-free numbers aren't as big a thing. It's one more thing you got to remember. So 503-417-9595 is the other number to get in the studio. We got a ton of lines coming in here, but that's what they're here for is for you to join us in the conversation. Today, we're going to talk about a bunch of fun stuff. So first off, I'm going to talk about, well, when do you DIY and when do you hire it out? That's going to be a hot subject today because so many people don't well, it's outside their comfort level. They don't know what to do on certain projects. That's what we're here for. We're going to have some fun with that today. As well as uh, there's a new appliance out there that's kind of interesting that I'm going to have some fun with. And we're going to enjoy that because it's going to be it's a subject that, well, might be a little controversial. So it is a new appliance made by Danby that is for growing things, well, in your kitchen. So it's great for growing herbs. It's great for growing things like that. And a lot of different things. So we'll touch on that. And then hour two, we got a subject that'll be coming up as well, which is going to be about demolition and demo day. So we got a big show ahead today. It's going to be a good one, uh, especially, you know, uh, with, the, with the demo, there's been some new regulations in the city of Portland, at least. That you're going <laughs> to want to know about it. it, it it's really, it, it's, it's a big deal. And I mean, I, I get the people who want to demo homes and things like that. They want to keep that together. But here's the thing. What we're running into is what happens if you maybe have a fire in your home or you have some damage to it. This could affect that technically. So depending on how, how big the damage is. So these are things we're going to have to be a little bit careful with. And I want to talk about them because these are brand new rules. As well as, it's I, I just realized this today because Handyman Bob sent me an email. I've been trying to track down the history of Around the House. This is our 30th year. In April. Yeah. It was, this is nuts. It's crazy. So this show has been going on that long. There is a long heritage, and I finally got the... Uh, the history of it. So I'm going to try to put that together as kind of, you know, as the curator of this, I want to make sure that we got all that information and I'm going to put it up someplace here. So we'll have it and uh, even have some people comment on it and put their two cents in on it as well. So that's going to be a little, uh, little project for me this week of kind of compiling that in one little spot. And I'll probably put it up on the webpage or something so everybody can look at it. And uh, there's a lot of good information on that. So thanks any man, Bob, for <laughs> getting me some history because I wasn't around here for all of that. So well, hopefully we'll be bringing it and maybe for another 30 years exactly exactly 
So 877-733-1011. I got a funny story to tell you that was kind of interesting, and it's a little bit of a rant. So I took Julie and her daughter and and her boyfriend up to Seattle. We did a day trip up to the uh, uh, Pike Place Market in Seattle on Sunday. Just went up. Kids wanted to go up there, so it was like, all right, let's go up there and do that. So we had a good time with that. But I realized there's something that that our licensing department is missing. The kids, Julie's daughter just got her driver's license. They're not training them how to pump gas. And it's like, I get that in Oregon we have this luxury, which I kind of being moving here from Seattle years ago, that I kind of like not having to get out in the hot weather and pump gas or when it's cold and full service. I'm cool with that. No problem. Not complaining at all about it. But what happens when you're an Oregonian, you don't know how to pump gas and maybe you're in Washington, maybe you're going into California, any other state around us that doesn't. So it's like, you know, maybe we should do something with that. And uh, maybe it's a good morning, good day Oregon segment for me to do, but there's got to be something like that. Because if you go out of state, you're not You're only going to drive in Oregon for the rest of your life. You kind of need to know. I mean, I remember at least when I was, you know, 18 years old, I drove up to the center one night. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the Shell station right there off the off my side, just waiting. Yeah. And I'm just going like three, four, five minutes. And I'm like, where's the, oh, I'm, oh in Washington. I'm in Washington. See, I have a little bit of history. I mean, growing up in Washington, but I mean, I worked in the Shrey Cities. I, I was, I was going to college doing uh, Columbia Basin College over there. I worked at McGee Chevron on George Washington Way as the weekend mechanic and pumping gas on the full service side. And that's when you paid more for full service and then you had regular self-help service. So, I mean, I did that for a living for a little while while I was going to college. So, I mean, I professionally pumped gas for a bit. I mean, I, I, for know, about a year and a half, I did the same thing yeah, here in Oregon. So yeah. it's, it's definitely something that people need to know how to do. Yeah, maybe that's a good Morgan to Oregon segment. Maybe you can do something on that. That'd be kind of a fun one just of, hey, here's how you do that. Because it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous. And if you don't know what you're doing, you know, you see people on the YouTube videos of driving off with the yeah. pump still attached and, you know, the <laughs> nozzle and stuff. And we don't want to see any of that happening out there. So, well, hey, I wanted to dive into this hot subject here. When do you DIY? When do you hire it out? And a lot of this comes down to, well, what's your ability level? You know, what are you comfortable with? Yeah, what are you comfortable with? You know, and when we had, uh, I think it was Mark Clement was on the show here last year. We were talking about this. It was a, it was an interesting subject, but he made a good point. He said, you know, it's a any kind of a DIY project you're doing where you're using skills. It's a learned skill. It's like a professional football player or a professional basketball player. Anybody else out there? They didn't just get that skill naturally and have it 100% dialed in. If it's a skill that you use all the time, you'll keep getting better and better and better at it. There are things when you're dealing with carpenters about using professional tools and things like that. That is their tool of the trade. They're awesome with it. They get it. But if you're only using it a couple times a year, you're not going to be very well practiced at it. And then, as I always complain about tools, if you're using a low-quality power tool, it makes it even harder. You're setting yourself up for a much more difficult time. Yeah. I mean, you can give some super low-quality tools to to professionals out there that are craftsmen. I mean, men and women out there that do this every single day, and they struggle a little bit because they're not used to having the control or the, or the fine-tuned ability of that tool to do the right job for them. So it's something to think about when you're taking on these projects. Now, there are some projects that, you know, you can take a couple stabs at that are awesome. You know, when I start talking about electrical i start talking about plumbing you better have a phone a friend really close 
And you better start really paying attention to the safety rules because I, I have people that I know that are DIYers out there that could literally change out a panel on their house, change out that full circuit breakers. I know they'd have it dialed in. It maybe take a lot longer and they're going to have to, you know, pull the permits and do all the stuff and have it inspected, but they're going to do a really good job with it. There's other people out there that I know that are good friends of mine that I wouldn't trust them to change down an outlet <laughs> just because they don't understand. They're super brilliant. Not that. They just don't understand how the whole system works. So some of it comes down to education. Some of it comes down to how much you're going to learn about the subject before you dive into it. And I'll see on, on you know, Facebook or anywhere else that you'll see posts in some of the groups out there that'll say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And I'm like, okay, if you're asking this question of whether you should do it or not, lean on no. Yeah. You might, you might want to call a friend. You might want to call a friend with that. So I want to join you in the conversation here. 877-733-1011 and 503-417-9595. When we get back, we're going to talk about this and a bunch more as soon as Around the House returns. Northwest News and Information Weekend on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G. Dan and I are sitting in here. Going to be talking about home improvement today. This goes all the way till 2 o'clock. So let's have your calls into the studio because I'd like to talk to you about home improvement. We're here to help you. This is what we do on Saturday. So 503-417-9595-877-733-1011. And if you want to join us on Facebook, it was a pretty glorious week on Facebook this week. We had a lot of stuff go up on there. So you can find that with Around the House with Eric G. Or if you want a little shortcut, you can just go in there to that search and go at ATHKXL and you'll find it there. You'll actually see my tease of what we're going to talk about today on the show. I actually put it up there while I was getting tattoo work done this week. So it was a lot harder than it looked, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Got the gun going in the background, yeah. trying to stay focused. <laughs> As I'm talking and trying to do everything and, and think about what I'm going to talk about, it was a little bit more of a challenge. But we had some good stuff that went up there this week. It was, jeez, uh, tons of stuff up there. We uh, talked a little bit about the Rebuilding Center, uh, which today's got a 20% off everything store-wide sale. That's not a bad deal right there. And those guys are awesome up there. And uh, cheese, everything from some of the stuff we're going to talk about today, but even posted up my uh, Morgan Day Oregon, seg Oregon segment that that ran this week, which was on uh, taking care of that uh, caulking in your shower and getting that all taken care of. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of caulking 101. So <laughs> that way you could get that knocked out. So walk through that. And then, of course, the hot topic of the week was the box of cords that everybody has oh yeah i've got it everybody has it i think everybody's got that box of cords with everything from old phone chargers to most of it is i'm not sure what that goes to but i'm sure it's something important and i'm sure it's a 40 dollar cable that i don't know what it is and i'm gonna have to buy later which is gonna make me really mad because i'm gonna need that as soon as i throw it away see i have this the mine's actually i have a plastic bag yeah. full of cords uh and it, it's in my mind i'm like i want to get rid of it because it's old technology and i know a lot of these cords are probably 10 years old and like I, I i don't but but if i get rid of it i might need that coaxial cable yep. and i don't want to go down and buy another one exactly and, and and they're not that expensive to get 
on those kind of cables, but if you've got some specialty device, I think I'm going to go through and high-grade mine here soon because it kind of got me thinking about it all week because it was thousands of people were watching that thing and commenting on it. So it was cool. It was good to see that. We had a good conversation. Absolutely. 503-417-9595-877-733-1011 here in the studio. We've been talking about when do you DIY, when do you hire it out? And there's some really good... These days, it's so much better right now, I think, than it used to be because they're in many cases and many some not actually because you can go on YouTube and find a lot of information on there. But here's the problem. You can find information that's horrible on YouTube. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's no different than going on Pinterest and looking at great designs that don't meet building code. It's the same kind of thing. You will see everybody's way of doing it, and some of it's right, some of it's wrong. Go through and read the comments. YouTubers are pretty brutal out there. So if someone's not doing something right, someone's going to be calling them out. If on there's it. a lot of views on it, they're going to get brutalized by the YouTube community because it's tough. I've got friends that are hundreds of thousands of, of, of viewers on YouTube that are the big YouTube guys out there and tools and everything else. They'll put something up that's 100% fact or 100% their opinion. And man, they they get beaten with a stick on there. So I mean, it's it's rough. We all, so, we've all heard about that internet community. Oh yeah, it can be a little rough out there. So anyway, that's a good source for stuff, you know, as well as calling into this radio show. That's radio's not a bad good. way to go. Radio's <laughs> radio's your best source, in my biased opinion. And then friends and family, you know, when you've got a friend that's an electrician that you might be able to invite over, but just be kind. Tell them you need his help. Even just being like, even asking him a question like, hey, I yeah. don't know exactly how I yeah. should approach this. You know, don't have to hire him or bring him out and make him do something for yeah. you, but you can just at least run something by him. Exactly. And we do have our uh, Around the House Nation, which is a great community for that as well. So if you go into Facebook, we do have a great community that a lot of answers have been given on that for people that were doing block walls to wiring up thermostats to everything else. It, they were wanting to get there with pictures what how do I go about this? And it was so great to see all the people pop in and, you know, communicate on that. And everybody was really nice and kind, which I like. That's the nice thing about those closed group communities. And you're not getting any spam from anything else on it, but you'll see people, what they're doing and what projects they got going on. And it's a lot of fun that way. So that's another great resource on there. And uh, we'll have some hats coming out soon for that, too. I'm working yeah. on that right now. So We, we posted up a couple of pictures about a week ago. We, yep. got, we got some Around the House Nation hats. Yeah, thanks, Julie. More. Yeah, she she hooked it up there. And, uh, what was it, a Father's Day present? It was a Father's Day, Day? gift yeah. she hooked me up with. So that was pretty awesome. So, But, yeah, that's one of the things that's coming out. Now, here's the thing. When you're dealing projects, and we're going to talk about this the rest of the hour, so this con- conversation is going to continue on you got to be able to really do a self-check on what is your handy level. How handy are you? Are you knocking out of the park, or do you really struggle with this stuff? I think anybody can have the handy, can be handy with what they do. They just got to learn about the materials. It's all about the knowledge and learning the skill. There are people out there that I know that, that uh, oh, my buddy Wes, he didn't know anything about home improvement. I started showing him some stuff when he was my roommate when I first moved to Portland. And then I got him going, and now he's repairing plumbing and walls, and he's doing drywall, and he's doing that all sorts of things like that. So the hardest thing is diving into the first project and having the confidence that you're going to fix it when it's done. Yep. And maybe it is drywall. I mean, there's an art to that, but it doesn't mean you can't learn that art. You know, electrical, it's science. Plumbing, it's science. 
it's not that hard a science, but you got to, it's still a skill that you need to learn, you know, and there's things you got to be careful with. You know, I tell people like with plumbing, these are things that you need to figure out when you dive into the stuff, when you dive into a project and you know that you've got CPVC in your house and that's the yellow plastic, um, looks like PVC pipe, but it's got a yellow tint to it. That stuff is brittle. I have it at my house. I hate it. I hate it with a capital H. It is horrible. It breaks. I mean, I I have to really watch my house for plumbing splits and breaks and fittings. They just fail, and it will fail unannounced. No reason behind it. You know, I had one. I noticed I pulled up outside my house last spring, and I went, huh. My low point draining my crawl space is draining out the curb. It hasn't rained for a couple of days. Wonder what that is. Sure Red enough. Flag. Red flag. Go in, pop the pop the cover open on the crawl space inside the closet, jump in there. Sure enough. I got old faithful going on down there with a little tiny pinhole leak, but it's spraying. There was and of course it was hot water. So I get in there and it's steamy inside the space. And I'm like, oh, that's just money going out the door right there. Yeah. So but you need to know that when you dive into those kind of projects like that, you gotta be really careful when you cut that stuff to fix it. Because it's so brittle, you could break something down the line. And you could weaken something down the line. So really learn about what you're dealing with, the materials you're gonna use, and the right way to do it. Because, you know, you gotta be careful. I've seen so many people going, oh, I just fixed it. What did I use? Oh, I used just regular white PVC pipe. Great. Not rated for drinking water. Not rated for that. Not rated for the hot. That's going to be a problem down the road. And I've seen a lot of people bring up mentions. And I'm in a bunch of those home improvement groups out there. And that's why I decided to start our own is because I just didn't like some of the formats that people were doing. And I thought people were getting kind of rude about it. It's like, you know. I like having it where everybody kind of helps along. So that's the beauty of this. And we're here to help you. 877-733-1011 and 503-417-9595. We'll be doing more of this just as soon as Around the House returns. Listening to a Northwest News and Information Weekend on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G. This segment around the house is brought to you by Dare Homes, building quality custom homes throughout the Pacific Northwest for nearly 50 years. Find a design center near you at adarehomes.com, and that's CCB number 593. Well, I want to give the phone numbers out here one more time. Locally, 503-417-9595, or that is going to be 877-733-1011. Now, we give these numbers out for a reason. Because we answer the phones when they ring. We do. And we want you to uh, call in and join this conversation, just like Jesse and Salem has here. Welcome to Around the House. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. What can I help you with? So, uh, I'm not the most handy of guys, and I started becoming more handy about two and a half years ago when my wife and I uh, bought our first house. And we live in a manufactured home that has a pretty open uh, living room space. Cool. It's a two-bedroom. We want to make it a third bedroom and maybe kind of partition off some of that larger living room space. Uh, but my question is, 
when putting up a wall, what does it actually require to make it a bedroom? I figure it kind of needs a closet, but also what do I need to do when we build a wall to kind of get the state's blessing? Uh, you know what I mean? I don't want it to be like a un permitted kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, um, there's and a- also, sorry. Uh, what about the electrician side of that? You know, is that, do I have to get a, a currently registered electrician? Because we have a retired electrician in the family. Um, you know, would I be able to go that route, have him help me put the wiring and the plugs in and all that and still get the state's blessing? And the answer is going to be generally yes, and I'll tell you why. First thing you want to pay attention to is that when you put this bedroom in, that you want to make sure that that window is an egress window that goes in there that's a bedroom size. So that's the first thing. And what that means is that window is a certain size that meets building code that makes sure that you've got the clear opening for a firefighter with an air pack to be able to get in there to rescue somebody out. So before we get into all that, I'm going to say I worry about that egress window. And if you got to reframe it for an egress window, it's not the end of the world. This is just framing like you're going to do on the inside of the wall. But again, make sure you follow those egress things because that's just big safety one-on-one deal if you ever have a fire in that thing you want somebody to be able to get in there and rescue or more importantly even get out so that's the first rule number one two you're not going to be doing anything in the inside that's structural with that so the wall itself isn't as big a deal as a partition wall but you're right you're going to have to get to do electrical in that correctly you're going to want to pull a permit for that and what i would do is these are just little countertop permits that you can go into most places and just do a quick little drawing go in there and say hey i'm going to add this partition wall in here Here's my window that's going to be egress. I'm adding a bedroom to this. Um, And then basically you're going to be adding light switches and outlets to that. And as a homeowner, yes, absolutely you can do this. Pull the permits, follow the code. And if you've got a family member that's an electrician that's going to come watch over your shoulder and, and walk you through it, awesome. It's really not that hard if you follow the basic rules with it. Okay. Um, And it might be a silly question. Where do I pull permits from? Well, where are you located? Are you in a city or you basically you're going to find out first if you're just in the county, then you're going to be uh, dealing with your county building department. If you're in the city, they're going to be dealing most likely with your city building department. Gotcha. I'm south of Salem in uh, Jefferson. Okay. So, I mean, we're a small town, so the county. Yeah, so it well, if they've got a building department, you can just jump online and see if like the city of Jefferson, if you're in the city limits of Jefferson, uh, then you could go in there. But I guess the biggest thing is, is here's one thing I want to make sure you double check with, and I don't know the answer to this in your area, but make sure that sometimes, are you on a city septic or are you on city sewer? Uh, city sewer. City sewer. Okay. okay. You're probably not a big deal then. It's sometimes when you're dealing with septic systems, I believe, and I can't remember if it's in Oregon or Washington or Idaho that this, they go off the bedrooms, not the bathrooms. And so I wanted to make sure you weren't going to be getting involved with with having to do any changes to that. So if you're on city sewer, not a big deal. But uh, you're just going to be adding a bedroom in there. That's what I would do. And I think, uh, again, it's not too bad. You're going to want to take the flooring up and follow all the right stuff and get that down into the framing of that. And I know it's being a mobile home, it's a little bit different. But uh, how new is the mobile home you're working on, Jesse? It's a 90... Five, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, cool. So it's newer. You got don't have any lead paint issues or any of that other stuff, the asbestos stuff you got to deal with. So as much there with that. But uh, yeah, just you know, basic framing that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be pretty straightforward for you. But I just talk to the building department first and uh, and uh, get that covered with them, and that way you're 100 percent covered down the road with that. Cool. 
Well, thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate the info. Sounds good, man. Thanks for calling in, and feel free to share those pictures as you go along. We'd love to see it. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for everything you guys do. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's cool. That's a good project going on there. And, you know, that's the thing with, with these kind of projects. And, again, you always want to make sure, and this is one of the keys, that you don't open up another can of worms down the road. And this is where you run into this stuff. Um, and I've run into this personally with contractors before, and I talked about it last week. you got to be careful because as soon as you go into doing a project where you're pulling permits, if you're working on somebody else's unpermitted work, you are now throwing that unpermitted work into your current can worms. So be careful. Just make sure you know what you're doing with that because when you go down to the building department, you can open up a red tag mess that maybe you didn't want to open up. Because uh, in most areas here in the Northwest, you are not grandfathered in on a lot of things, and you got to be careful with that. Now, certain building departments are different than others. City of Portland is different than Vancouver, and all of those things, there's different rules, but it, um, some places are a lot harder to work with than others. Let's go down, check with your local building department, make sure, see what you can and can't do, make sure you get all your permits, everything's good to go, because you don't want to have to go back and do it again. And if you're not comfortable drawing out a quick little plan for it, it's not that expensive to find a building designer that can just draw something up quickly for you for permits. It's not really that big a deal. And it's going to just kind of go along with the house down the road. So mobile homes are a little bit more tricky trying to get things to, to match. You know, you'll fight a little bit more with windows if it's not a standard two by six construction and you don't have a regular window in there and you've got one of the more mobile home style windows. That can be a little bit more challenging, but you can also, if you're having to reframe a window, you can actually fix that and put in a more standard window. And then that way you got your egress window. So make sure that when you're out there looking at those bedroom windows like that, that they've got that egress and that they meet egress because there's different types of egress window out there. There's swing, there's sliders, there's all the different kinds of, you just got to make sure that that one is rated for egress and uh, that'll keep everybody happy and everybody safe. Absolutely. Now that we're talking about windows, I do want to say, come on, people. Uh, saw that we've had... Uh, again. Again. I'm tired one. of... I, I'm going to rant for a second here. I'm tired of watching kids falling out of windows in the news. Can we please just get some window locks? If you've got kids in your home and those windows are open, and put some window locks on. They're five bucks a piece. They're cheap. And uh, it'll keep kids from falling out second and third story windows that we're seeing. And didn't kill any this week, but we got close. Yeah, it, it's... It, you're gonna that five dollars will save you so much down the line. You oh, yeah. just got to get it done. Yeah, and I mean it's just let's keep our safety a little bit. Just I mean you can go down to any home center; they've got these things. And uh, I'll post up again my uh, Mortgage Day Oregon segment I did a couple years ago, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, we dropped you'll see it in the video. Uh, Sparks and I dropped a GoPro out of my what was my old house, my second story window, and it doesn't take long for that to hit the ground. It goes quick, and it was so shocking. We didn't speed that video up at all, and we kind of played it to pretend like you were leaning up against a screen and, and falling out like from your point of view, and it's amazing that uh, there, it takes nothing to push a screen out. Those screens are great from holding bugs out, but they're horrible at holding people in. So please take a moment, get some window locks. I don't care if, you, if you've got neighbor kids that come over to play, you got friends' kids that come over, your grandkids, just spend a few minutes Get the locks, and you can undo them if you ever have a fire. It's very quickly you can undo them to get out as an adult. But let's just make it so we can get those windows safe. This is something we want to stop seeing. Yeah, Please. it's so simple. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's share it. Take that video and share it out to your friends out there. Let's keep some people out there. So 
know right. what today is? What's today? It's uh, National Tape Measure Day. Hey, it's National Tape Measure Day. That's awesome. We'll talk about more about that just as soon as Around the House returns. This is a Northwest News and Information Weekend on FM News 101 KXL. Going to a show. Stopping on the byway. Playing rock and roll. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G. Need a solution for your foundation repair or restoration problems? For a free estimate, contact Western Construction Systems. The integrity of your foundation is their specialty guaranteed. And that is uh, Oregon CCB number 94222. Those guys do everything from uh, foundation repair to basement waterproofing to, oh my gosh, this concrete's broken. What do I do to fix it? So a lot of different things those guys do. And thanks for being a sponsor of the show. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're going to talk a little bit more about these DIY projects, but I want you to call in and join the conversation. Locally, 503-417-9595. That's 503-417-9595 or 877-733-1011. And if you've missed the conversation we've been having on a very busy Facebook week, go to Around the House with Eric G, which is at ATHKXL. And if you missed last week's show, and if you're, you know, I mean, you could basically find us on just about every media profile out there. We're on eight different ways, I think, to uh, catch us on the internet. As far as the podcast, we're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, to iTunes, to Alexa. You can say, Alexa, listen to us on, uh, listen to Around the House with Eric G on uh, TuneIn. That'll get you going. And I'm sorry if I just turned on everybody's Alexa. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't my intention. But if it was, I'd order you a pizza at least. Right? <laughs> so anyway, there's a lot of different ways to join in the conversation that way. So anyway. Oh, other thing. Forgot to say. ATH at KXL.com is the email. If you uh, want to join in the conversation and be a little bit more shy about it. Yeah, don't feel like coming on the radio. Not a problem. We'll still answer your questions. Yeah, we'll help you out. Well, here's the thing. So I want to put a nice little bow around this subject for this hour. You know, when you're dealing with DIY projects, one of the things that I think is fun, it's a good opportunity for me to get a new tool. Because, okay, I'm going to do this, but maybe I don't have the right drill because I'm drilling into concrete or I don't have the right tool for this. I kind of look at those as opportunities, and that's kind of some of the excitement, too, is if it's a specialty project that I haven't done before, to go get a new tool to get it, because it just adds more tools to the toolbox, and that means that you can take on the next project, or it'll just kind of widen and give you some more experience using a tool you don't own. So there's a lot of cool things you can do out there, but getting yourself the basic, we're going to do this on another show, but kind of building your basic DIY toolbox is part of this. You know, and there's things that I want you to keep in mind out there too. There are projects out there that it might be cheaper for you to have a professional come do it. And you got to take your time into account as well. Your time is worth something. For me, I don't do any big insulation projects because you know something? I can pretty much, for the price of insulation, I can have an insulation company come out and do it for me for the same price. I've had it be less than what it was going to cost me before because they get such a great deal on insulation. And I was paying home center retail for it. Guess what? I hate dealing with the stuff. I hate being itchy. But guess what? If you can get out there and have somebody else do it, awesome. Knock it out. There are things like that that, that you know, uh, big drywall projects, I'm not going to do that myself. I mean, I'll do all my patches all day long. I'm pretty decent at it. But if I had to do a room or something like that, I'd bring a professional in because they're going to come in, knock it out quick, and be done with it. 
And then you don't have to mess with it, especially if you have to drywall and transition into something where you're trying to match it. Leave it to a professional. You're never going to get it. Professionals have a hard enough time matching texture and trying to get things without having to redo that whole entire wall. Let them come in and do it if you really want it to be done right. Save yourself the headache. Let, you know, let them take care of it. That's what they're paid for. They yeah. will get it right. I never do my own gutter projects. I have a gutter person come do it. You know, you can do your own roofing. And it's going to probably look like you did your own roofing. <laughs> I'll be honest. I've done plenty of roofing projects. If you're really handy, awesome. But many times you can get a roofer up there and do it and let them deal with it. And if you get somebody good, they can sure deal with the with the flashing and stuff. It's that those are where you get into the problems that that the DIY projects don't get done correctly. It's the valley flashing or or when they're weaving it in or the flashing around the the fireplace or even worse if you've got a a geez, a skylight in the middle of that roof and just have somebody come in and do it and knock it out especially on details like that you know i love diy projects but those are kind of the stuff that unless you used to be a roofer or you've had a ton of roofing experience I just let the professional knock it out in certain situations. And then, of course, you're dealing with uh, the other things you got to deal with out there on the DIY stuff is, again, we're going to talk about this off and on here all summer long, but depending where you live, make sure you get what you can take to the landfill and what you can. Because these days, you got to really be careful with the lead paint and the asbestos. Double check before you start any project. Make sure that you, and we're going to talk about this next hour about demo. Make sure that you dive into those kind of things and make sure that you're doing it right, doing it safe. Get it tested. Yeah, get it tested. Get them in because otherwise it's going to cost you twice as much on the back end. So the other thing, too, I like, get the right safety materials. You know, I'm as guilty as as most with the safety glasses from time to time. And I've also got stuff stuck in my eyes and gotten lucky that I didn't get hurt badly. So, again, good safety gear will save you a lot of headaches. You know, put the dust mask on. If you're... Drilling into concrete. I mean, if you're a professional out there and you're drilling into concrete, you better have a mask on. Otherwise, that silica dust is going to cause a health problem down the road. So, wow, first hour goes quick. When we come back, we'll be talking more home improvement just as soon as Around the House returns. It's Eric G. from Around the House. If you want to reach the smartest listening audience of homeowners and contractors without competing with those crazy political ads, head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com and contact me personally for more information. That's AroundTheHouseOnline.com. 